Welcome everybody to the Holy Commutes podcast that they have for some reason allowed the entire Melonheads team to join. So we are the Melonheads. Some would say we are the heart and soul of Mo Whiff. Uh, I've been told that this is a month of Missouri podcast or something. I guess Sam Skibby did one. Cam Smith did one. They told me to, and so I brought everybody. Um, so I'm joined by all of my teammates on the Melonheads. Uh, that includes Samuel Eichenlob, uh, Jimmy Stout, Ryan Brown, and Spencer Bogat. I like how you guys all waved like they can see you. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I was kind of wondering the same thing there. Yeah, so we are uh, we're here to kind of host this podcast. We were the 2021 Wiffle Juice Team of the Year. They talked smack on us in our winning post. They said didn't even make it past the wild card in their own league, but won this tournament. Like, come on, that's the kind of stuff we always take, though. You know, last year we had the easiest schedule in the league, um, but yet made it to the championship. So. Uh, we didn't face any good pitchers, but, you know, beat good pitching to get there. It's all right. Anyways, so um, basically, we are here with probably more hosts than uh, more guys in one place than this co- podcast has ever seen, probably. I doubt they've ever had five hosts to one. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. But um, so we're going to get started here telling you uh, kind of a little bit about kind of introducing the melon heads here. Um, so. Who wants to get started? Spencer, you want to you wanna get us rolling? Yeah, and I just wanted to add, you said five guys on a podcast. I mean, I think that qualifies as a glory hole. So we'll, uh, we'll just call it that. Um, anyways, I'm Spencer Bogad. <laughs> He's right. Some of you, He's actually right. Some of you listening to this probably know who I am or do not know who I am. One of those two options. Um, I played in the Skibby Wiffball League for close to 15 years. I played it... Um, the uh, national tournament, uh, for the NWLA tournament for nine years with the Cardinals, with Sam Skibby and Gus Skibby and Chris Metter and Jackson Crosley and Cam Smith. And now I play in Mo Whiff with the Melonheads. And I got to tell you, the Melonheads might be the most fun wiffle ball team I've ever played on. We have a great time. And also we win games when it matters most. Um, last year we had a team logo team mantra that involved Jif peanut butter that just is like a little sneak peek you all can use your imagination on what that really meant but to us as a team i'll just say i'll say this it brought us together it brought us very close and this year you know sam can talk a little bit more about what our team mantra is it does it does turn out though that if you heat up peanut butter it basically becomes liquid uh, anyways, uh, Sam, so yeah, we, we talked about uh, switching that up a little bit. We let Jif kind of die with last year. Sam, you want to talk about the direction we're heading this year? Yeah, so uh, obviously it's one of those things, you know, you got to get rid of the, the old mantra and bring in something new and fresh every single year. Uh, and we went with the, like the, the WWF, not E, uh, WWF, like attitude era and like the, the 90s wrestling and whatnot. Um, so, and, uh, that, that kind of, that was just kind of like a, uh, you know, a dart throw and it kind of seemed to stick with the group. So that's where we're going with brother. Yeah, absolutely. So, for, for what it's worth, uh, Sam Eichelob has, is a new melon head. We traded for him. Uh, we traded two first round picks to acquire him, uh, cause he was, uh, unhappy with his old situation and losing all the time. So he wanted to join and have fun and win games. At the who same did he play time. for? Who did he play for? I don't know. It's some team that didn't make the 
I don't know, not an important. I forget. I mean, the the team's about to fold. the 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 manager just completely abandoned the team and left. So, <laughs> is it a bad word to even use their name? You know, it's like it's like in Harry Potter. It's like he who shall not be named. I think that applies here. For it's this team. it's really weird. Like coming from a like a, a complete rival team and going like over. It's like a member of the Cubs coming over to the Cardinals or vice versa. Like that's how I feel. And now, like, I'm on this side. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, I, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, life, now I get life, it. You can tell your life's getting better since you joined the team. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, to be honest with you, I, it, Jason and I were actually golfing together. And he kind of let me know that uh, it was on my bachelor party. And uh, he had let me know. He's like, hey, uh, I just traded for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> party. And then... Yeah, and he's like, no, 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 I, I just traded for you. Like, we just signed documents and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, cool. Sweet. I tell you that what, before, good- he re- <laughs> before he retired, Josh Rogers, ex-commissioner of Mo Whiff, will tell you that I had the absolute most official typed up trade offer for Sam. I mean, I typed up an entire document, like word, like very legally writing out what we were giving and what we were receiving for that trade. Um, but... I mean, I think I think the moral of the story is we're just more fun than everybody else, you know. Um, so together, we Spencer Spencer was my first pick in the first season of Mo Whiff, um, and that team was whatever. But then we kind of rebuild. We brought in Jimmy. We brought in Ryan last year. Uh, Jimmy, you want to kind of talk about what it was like, uh, you know, getting drafted by the Melonheads last year? You know, what did you expect? And then how quickly did you kind of become part of the culture? Uh, yeah, last year, you know, I, was, I, I really thought Cam was going to take me, uh, but he lied, which is kind of normal for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it actually all worked out for the better because I got to be on the Melonheads. Uh, and I didn't know much about the league or the team I was going to. Uh, really, any of you guys, except uh, I knew, like, Spencer and the SWBL guys. So I felt a little comfortable going in, at least knowing some guys uh, that i become friends with from uh, Skibby. But, uh, yeah, coming to the Melonheads was just uh, it was a lot of fun. I uh, I got hurt right away, which was, I thought, a good thing for the team for those six weeks. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, all of a sudden this team just started uh, gelling together, and it uh, probably some of the most fun I've had on a team since like 15 years ago of playing hockey. It was just like I wanted to go play wiffle ball on Thursdays just to be with a bunch of goofy melon heads. <laughs> Ryan, kind of similar question. So you were in the same boat. Uh, we were kind of almost back to back there as we were down on the end of the draft. Or were we? The, I don't even remember. I think we were. Yeah, you were. Was I back to back or was I second? Yeah. I think I was second to last. I can't remember. Anyways, Ryan, how did you feel? Uh, or, you know, how, how did it, same same question. How did it feel getting drafted by the Melonheads? And then what was it like <laughs> kind of joining this uh, this group for you? I know it was, I was like cautiously optimistic. Uh, I, I wanted to get into wiffle ball out here in the Midwest as soon as I could. When I moved down to Arkansas a couple of years ago, uh, Arkansas is an abyss. There is no sports. It's a wasteland. Uh, 
so had to had to it come to be, an actual. It should be state. known that he travels to play with the Melonheads. A I pretty do. good distance too. Yeah, it's uh, it's a couple hundred miles, you know, give or take. It's, does does it's, the moped get good gas mileage? Uh we don't we don't talk about that. You know, that's that's the, those are private documents. But is Jif is Jif cheaper in St. Louis than it was in Arkansas? Is that why you made the drive to get pallets of Jif every week? Yeah. Look, it, it hits different from the Costco in St. Louis. <laughs> uh, that's all I can tell you. Okay. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I was stoked, man. I, I was really stoked to be able to, to join the Melonheads. Like it was the one team when I was looking at all the MoWith team names, I was like, oh, the Melonheads would be like the coolest team to, to join. And that's, I didn't even know a single soul. Like I, I knew Spencer from playing Summer League at Skibby Woof and a couple of the others. And that was really it. And that was like just like basically like on a baseline. Didn't really know anyone personally. But at some point, like halfway into the season, like something just clicked with us. I don't know if it was that series against the Mojo where they were so kind as to have Sam Skibby and their number two guy not show up. And we just had a field day against them. I don't know if that's what kickstarted or what, but somehow we got on the GIF train. We never got off. Thankfully, no dogs were involved. That's always a good thing. But we, we got going. And it was a magical ride, and it's <laughs> hopefully it never stops, honestly. Ryan, that's a good question. I was thinking about that the other day. <clears throat> the first part of the season was kind of just stale. And boring is not the right word, but it was just kind of eh. You and then something happened. Me. Well, something happened where it became like it was after NWLA because I was like totally out on fast pitch wiffle ball. And then NWLA, like I was hurt. like, I'm. I'm retiring. Yeah, like Marm was dead. And I came back, and then Marm started feeling good again. And then something happened with that team that we can't name. And we started, like, making a shit ton of memes, like, to the point where people, people – I heard rumors, like, we'd be walking by other teams. They'd be like, oh, there's the melon memes. They wouldn't even call us melon heads anymore. they call us the melon memes. And it's it's it got to the point where we've got forty ish people in the group me and I think half of them have the group me muted because we just memed people to death. <laughs> and that's when it started to get fun because we would prepare memes knowing we were gonna go in and dominate the teams that we were gonna play and we had memes ready to go. So the second we won, we were deploying them. They were like coming out parachutes World War Two style. You know, well, and, and that's and when it got awesome. fun. It was almost like every every week there was new material for you guys. You know, oh, yeah. me as you know yeah. as a you know member of a uh, another team. Um, you know, just seeing it like after every single week. You know, every week something would happen, and it's you know if if you're good at what you do and you guys are good at what you do, you can find a a, a good meme or a good gif gif uh, to, uh, to to put with it, and you know they were just spot on. It, it's just basically you know. Just ripping on everyone that needs to get ripped on, you know. You know funny <laughs> Which is beautiful. Like, and it, has, it has to happen. I love it. One of my favorite meme stories. I don't know if Spencer remembers it. I don't remember what game. That's the thing. Last year, like I don't remember any of the games really. I just remember like the stupid fun moments we had. But one game, I think we were just like dominating. And in the middle of a game, we were so relaxed having fun that Spencer was making a meme on his phone. 
<laughs> yes, the it was. It was the one. It was the one where, like, the the, the at funeral. Least, at least they tried at the at the funeral. <laughs> We're in the middle of the game, and you're making a meme about the other team being at a funeral dead because did at he, least did they he, tried. Like, post, did he, did he you, like, post in the in the group me like yeah. as the game was going on? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's like a playoff <laughs> game too. It was, uh. it was literally a playoff. I I I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of good meme stories. I'm a big I am I am a big fan of the one with with the kids. It's the meme with the kids that looks like a YouTube oh title. God. And literally like 90% of the league actually thought these little kids made a YouTube video <laughs> about a check swing in our in our league. And and the best part is that is that Spencer made like three different titles with the exact same meme and nobody caught on that it was a meme. They just kept, like it was literally the same photo of these kids and it was just a different title. It was like three different times. Golly. People in the chat were like, "Send the link to this." Yeah, and, it, and actually, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just I was gonna, gonna say, say it's funny. It. It's funny that our in our memes like it that people don't realize our memes actually helped our playoff push too. We got to choose who we wanted to play as far as a pitcher in the second series. Literally, we, we talked so much trash to the yeah. team that they're the, the we got the pitcher we wanted in game one and three because he, he wanted to face team. us because we trash talked him so much and we, we wanted to beat, beat him us. in one and three. <laughs> Name another team in the wiffle ball scene that can literally goat a team into pitching their number two pitcher and not their <laughs> captain for games one and three <laughs> instead. Like, you can't, you cannot make this up. <laughs> and then you hey, meme him hey. after you beat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we memed him to death and gift him to death. But pe- you know what? People can talk about they didn't play the toughest schedule. They didn't play, you know, didn't do X, Y, or Z. Maybe we didn't have the best stats, but we had the best game plan by far. It didn't work out in the end, but we... People may think the memes were just for fun, which at first they were, but they served a purpose. And I, I'm pretty sure they got on people's nerves so much that they just forgot that they were playing a wiffle ball game. And they were just focusing on, like, beating us into the pavement. And it just didn't work out until the Bombers did. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because on the on the flip side, from our perspective, we were bonding so much over, like, being the nuisance in the chat like we were in our own chat dying laughing at our own jokes like every single day like we had the melon heads chat but then we also had the mo with chat which was essentially another version of the melon heads chat (laughs) it was like the melon heads chat was like where you started and you said hey is this a good one and then everyone (laughs) laughed at it and then you went and posted it in the mo with chat and then we all acted like it was the first time we ever seen it I think so it's funny good. that even no matter what, if we won or lost, we still were gonna post as many memes <laughs> as possible. I think like I think the league thought like beating us would shut us up, but like it, it made just, it even worse. It like, made on, it, it on weeks after worse. you guys would go like one and one. It it was even worse. It was just yeah. relentless. <laughs> well, a, a perfect example is we lost the championship, and I think two days later. I released like the twelve Wiffy Awards for the year, and it was like most <laughs> the, the Wiffy Awards. Embarrassing photos of people, and like most likely to fart in a can and smell it. You know, Cam <laughs> Smith. Spencer got pictures off like their MySpace profile <laughs> from like yeah. two thousand and six. 
just, just absolutely sewered them every single person <laughs> with these ridiculous awards that didn't even make any sense at all. Uh, boy, like a, oh, 15, God, God 15 letter Paul. acronym. Thank you, thank you for bringing this, Paul. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's the ultimate MVP in the chat. It's so funny with Paul, too, because Paul tries so hard to fire back. And every single time, we either just accept whatever he says, or we hit, we dish it back twenty times even worse. Like he's, it's like he's like cooking something. But he's like, oh, I'm gonna get the melon heads this time, and we're like, yeah, that's a normal Thursday night. What do you mean? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, there was just no shutting us up, no matter no matter what. It was funny as I honestly think the most the most intense we were was probably not till the championship series. Like, we were fired up the other rounds, I feel like, but we still were just, like, goofing around, having fun. Just, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be hilarious when we beat this team. And then the championship series is when we were like, oh, all right, well. Do you think, do you think that was a difference, Jimmy? Do you think that no. was why you guys didn't come out? No, because we were still having just as much fun, but we were like, hey, while we're here, we might as well, like. Well, and I think, I think the mindset, too, on that playoff push, it was like, the the empire was a cakewalk. We knew that. Like we knew we were going to show up. Right, like that was right. okay, we, we, right. we knew that that was going to be an absolute, you know, walk in the park. Damn. So like we showed up having a blast. And then the Thunderbirds, like they had the best record in the league. They were stacked. Like we had no business winning that series. So we just said, screw it. Let's just have a good time and play some wiffle ball. And then we ended up winning. And then you end up in the championship, and you're kind of like. All of a sudden, everyone's like watching you now, and it's like you don't feel as much like the underdog anymore. You kind of feel like, okay, we're supposed to be here. So you like you do kind of put it on yourself of like, okay, we do need to play well while we joke around. And so it was it was a little bit different, but like, yeah, we still tried to have fun. But there was definitely a lot more like seriousness when we got to the championship. Uh, but I mean, that's that's to be expected. I would say. I would say. Like the only reason why we got as far as we did is because we were having fun and we were so loose. I mean, there you could look back how many different times we had a so, like everyone on this team had a clutch either inning pitching, a clutch defensive play, an amazing hit. Like Jimmy had that hit off Tony. It, without that hit, we lose in game one. You know, mm-hmm. and then like I had a couple hits. Jason had hits. Ryan, you making plays? Like everyone had. Like even James last year, rest in peace. He's gone. Um, he's just <laughs> gone from our team. Just gone from our team. Yeah. He's, now he's, he's he's on the archer. He's within he's within range to be targeted for. He's an archer now, but yeah, to be honest with you, I understand. Like, James has a much better chance. You know, he got to he got to pitch a few innings last week. So. Yeah. So, anyways, we just had fun, and you know, we, we, and that was. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was like a Chinese movie where the like you kept talking, but there was nothing happening. But uh, that was that was another thing that kind of drew me to the actual Melonheads itself was, you know, seeing the, you know, the relaxed group and, you know, the humor and whatnot. I, I, I fit in well with that. You know, Jason and I have known each other for, what, 25 some odd years now, and we grew up playing wiffle ball like we learned how to play wiffle ball together like against each other just one-on-one playing in his side yard or my backyard uh growing up and obviously you know i would love to play with jason that was that that was one thing i wanted to do whenever i joined this league two years last year but uh it was one of those things where it was like okay like yeah this is you know that is something that i want to be a part of like you know just enjoying 
you know, going to the ballpark every Thursday and playing and, you know, having a good time and uh, winning games is, is massive. It, that is a, that is a massive plus. So that was absolutely something that was, uh, you know, observant from other groups as well. You know, the, uh, um, yeah, the the camaraderie that you guys had and built, and you know the the culture that you guys have built, you know, around and uh, yeah, it's it's notable for sure. And we don't have to look for any subs. That's true. You know, actually, what's funny about that is I actually read in the rule book today. Did you know that there is actually a rule that if a team has to forfeit, they could be removed from the Mo Whiff League. Really? Uh, and we yeah. played. We played both teams that were about to four. Or no, the the Empire was a different game. But yeah, the Empire and Pilots both had to bring in subs to not forfeit last year. And I'm. I mean, we like. I'm, I'm telling you, we them. we physically had three warm bodies that could play. <laughs> there were physically literally three, three options. <laughs> like on on top of us not being a very talented roster. To be one fielder short in a wiffle ball league is it's ridiculous. It's like literally playing short. Well, especially when half you know, your, Jimmy most of your team was just like, dude, you're literally hits. on the penalty kill all the time, all yeah. the time. Well, and you guys like your pitching staff was giving up a lot of hits too. So it's like, you need everybody. To get. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was absolutely a disaster. So we went and we made that we made the move, you know, Bogad is, He's got he's got a, a real life. Um, I guess wiffle ball is not a big deal to him. He can't show up every single week anymore. So I had to make sure that we went out and got a player who could play at a high level. I didn't want to take any risk with the draft. I just said, I'm going to go get a player that I know I can trust every week. You know, if Bogad's there, great. We're going to be a stacked team. If Bogad's not there, we're still going to be a great team. We're just going to get more bats, you know, and that was kind of the mindset. Um, I was, I guess, you know, I went after the guy I wanted and I found exactly what I needed. I knew, you know, the chances of the empire keeping you were probably pretty slim, you know, with how rough that year was. So I, I approached the situation and, and did what I had to do. And I think they got a good player in it too. I mean, they, they drafted Tommy Dwyer with that pick, you know, Yeah, and they, be they fine. still have, they still have a pick next year that right. we have no idea what that ends up becoming. But I, I think it was a good deal for, for both sides. Um, you know, Josh and I had talked at length about like, hey, you know, not really having a lot of fun and I don't want to do what we just did last year. I don't want to do that again. So you would understand if I want to at least see my other options, not saying I won't come back to the Empire, but like I at least want to explore my other options, kind of see what else is out there at least uh, and and test free agency. and. Um, you know, Josh and I had conversations. He would check in with me, at, you know, every few weeks. And I was like, no, it's like the same thing. Like, I'm, I don't, I think we're at, at a crossroads here and it's either got to go one way or another. And good on Josh for actually getting something in return because, you know, any other team makes a, you know, a, a respectable offer. I'm probably going to pretty strongly consider it if it's stacked on the table next to, you know, what I did last year. So I wanted to avoid that as much as possible love the guys on that team but i'm just i'm too competitive to be you know for lack of a better term you know the literal you know the basement of the entire league and you know going 
mm-hmm. go, going out and losing, you know, going, uh, you know, over two every single week is just not, it, you know, it, it just wasn't enjoyable. But, you know, love Mike, love Josh, uh, love Jimmy, you know, love that everyone on that team. Alex, you know, if you're listening over in whatever part of the world you're in, hope everything's great. But it's, uh, it was just one of those things where it's like, all right, like I, I, I'm I'm too competitive to to do this again. Like I didn't want to do what I was doing to begin with. So, but yeah, I'm I'm really happy, and I think that it's good. it's a deal that'll work out for both teams. I hope. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know exactly what the rules are to this podcast. We're at about twenty four ish minutes, so I'm assuming we're getting pretty close to what they want as the limit. Uh, so you know, maybe who's your last least remarks. favorite player in our league? Last remarks from each person, you know, uh, anything you want to say before we go, we'll start with, uh, let's start with Ryan. Uh, honestly, like I'm just stoked that this team stuck together for another year. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't have come back if it didn't, but the way that we finished last, like (laughs) we come back and you know, travel, travel is always going to be an issue, but, uh, I I can't right now. It's it's tough to say no to this team. It really is. That's that's just how much of a, a family like fun vibey team this is. So if if that keeps up going forward, man, it's gonna be so tough to ever be like, ah, oh, I think I need to be part timer. Ah, oh, I need to take a year off. So uh, I'm just I'm just happy to be on board here. All right, Jimmy. Final thoughts. Yeah, pretty pretty much what Ryan said. Like. This seems like the perfect balance of what I want when I play so-called recreational sports. Like, we're competitive, but we're also fun. Like, we're not – We I don't think we had one argument at all last year about anything. Like, the lineup, who's pitching, what position I'm playing. Who's the, We were all just like, go with the flow. Let's have fun. We're out here on Thursday nights. And that's, like, exactly what I want in my recreational teams. Uh yeah, and last year was just, like, some of the most fun I ever had playing wiffle ball. Uh, I think Spencer can attest to that because I think he was going to call it quits, and then the Mountainheads rejuvenated life into him, which is actually kind of cool to say about a guy that's one of the best wifflers out there. It was like, you know what? I'm going to keep at this. Dog. So it's kind of cool. That our team's that much Dog. fun. Yeah, the yeah. transition now straight to Spencer Bogan. Final thoughts. It is true. This uh, team means a lot to me. Um, had a, I can't remember a time I've had more fun playing wiffle ball than the last 60 days of our season last year. It was a blast. And uh, Paul's home run last week was foul. It wasn't even Paul. It wasn't even Paul. Whoever the hell it was. Uh, I assume you're the host and you're going to be a nice guy. Uh, I mean, everything, you know, Ryan and Jimmy and Spence just said, I mean, that's a testament to, you know, what this team has built. I I literally played one game with you guys, and this is, you know, I, I can see how much it means to you guys who have played wiffle ball and competitive wiffle ball for, you know, years and years and years. And, uh, yeah, this is this is awesome. I'm uh, I'm excited. You know, we four of the five of us are also in Skibby League uh, coming up this year as well. And I believe all of us are on separate teams, right? Yeah. So that, that'll that be cool, kind of, you know, getting to play against people and whatnot and being able to, you know, kind of goof around with, with you guys then during that weekend, which – Cannot wait till that comes up, but yeah. You had to bring uh, that up, Sam, didn't you? 
You had well, to go yeah. there. So, so, for, so my final thoughts, just because it was now brought up, it is actually a little uh, offensive because Jimmy and Ryan both mentioned the fact that uh, they played in Skibby and didn't know anybody. And I literally played on Jimmy's team in Summer League and played against Ryan in that same Summer League. But it's fine. Whatever. Jimmy keeps whatever. I don't remember you. I'm it's fine. It's fine. Small. It's fine. That's how I knew who both of you were in the draft. But it's fine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Wait, hold on. Jason, Jason, I gave you scouting reports on Jimmy and Ryan saying you we should draft both of them. But you did. I'm we just... we literally we literally talked about that beforehand. But either way, um, make sure you go and find the Melonheads on Twitter and TikTok. We make stupid little videos that I enjoy. Uh, go follow us. Uh, we do appreciate it. Hopefully, you can get a little of that personality in those uh, TikToks as well. Uh, other than that, though, it was you know on the stuff that you guys said, it was very very important to me to keep this team together, and I knew Sam would be a great fit. That's how we all ended up back together here this season. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Holy Commutes. Spencer's got his finger up. Yeah, yeah uh, some girls sell feet picks. We sell meme picks. So if you want, oh, if you're true. interested, DM yeah, us. there is a. We have some really high quality memes of our each one of our heads on wrestlers. So if you've ever wanted to see another dude shirtless but with my head on it, well, let <laughs> the me know. cream will rise to the top. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, brother. <laughs> and yeah, on that bro. note, instead of back on it, this nothing means nothing. The cream will rise to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>